Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with the leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to enhance experiences, drive unique engagement, but most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Uh, loyalty Live allows for a deeper assessment of customer loyalty as we surface a number of challenges that brands are seeing from the day-to-day operations of Loyalty 360, and we use these Loyalty Live sessions as a way to address them. Again, these amazing speakers that we speak with have great insight into some of the challenges and opportunities, and it allows them to address them in a very unique and deep manner. So today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Nancy Gordon. She's the Chief Product Officer of Loyalty and Rewards at BACT. Nancy, how are you today? Hi, Mark. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's a beautiful summer day here in New York. The sun is shining bright. I appreciate you asking, and it's really a pleasure to be here with you today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, It's a sunny day in Cincinnati, Ohio. The temperatures are less hot and humid, so that's always a good thing. Awesome. First off, we like to start these on a very personal level uh, to get to know the person we're talking with. In a little uh, deeper, in a little deeper of a manner. Um, so, first off, can you tell us a little about yourself, kind of your role back, maybe a bit about your history? We would love to know a little bit more about you. Sure, sure. So, I have over twenty years of customer engagement experience in various roles, both in consulting companies, banks, fintechs, and advertising agencies. Early in my career, I launched and managed a billion-dollar rewards program for a large U.S. credit card issuer. And then later in my career, I led in consulting engagements with companies on their marketing transformation efforts, customer engagement efforts, all really you know, for the purpose of driving top-line growth. Um, at BACT, where I joined about a year ago, I'm the chief product officer for loyalty and rewards. And in my current role here, I oversee a suite of embedded loyalty capabilities that allows our clients to more effectively acquire, engage, and reactivate their customers. Okay, great. Uh, Fun fact. We also like to ask a fun fact. Is there a passion you have? Do you like to scuba dive? Do you have 14 kids? Uh, Have you been to Rome (laughs) two or three times? What's kind of a fun fact about you, a passion or interest you may have? Actually, I am an avid scuba diver since you brought that up and I'm uh, headed to the Cayman Islands next week. Um, so Caymans has been closed for COVID for, it's probably one of the countries that's been closed the longest. And so totally excited that they've reopened. Um, and not only am I a scuba diver, but my entire family is. So I have a husband, three sons, and uh, and we all dive. Um so that is uh, that's something new about me. But, you know, over the past few months, I've been visiting colleges with my son. And it's actually given me the opportunity to reflect on my own college experience and the path that it's led me down. And um, one of my business professors wrote a comment on my final exam, and it said, marketing is your destiny. And while it's a simple message, it's really stayed with me my entire life and has often helped me kind of choose, choose roles to pursue. And the reason that I share this as sort of a fun fact is just really to illuminate that inspiration can often present itself when you least expect it. And it uh, also has the ability to have profound impact if you let yourself be inspired. Well, it's good. I like that. It's uh, it's always good to be inspired, but I think 
having someone who can uh, kind of see what the talent strengths and opportunities are and how they align with you is uh, very interesting. And I think that obviously is a big piece of customer loyalty as well, but it's, it's great to see people who can inspire, but, you know, being able to step outside and truly understand what you may or may not be good at, I think is, is always advantageous to have for sure. Sure. Um, so backed, a very interesting company, very unique company. Uh, you're doing some, uh, kind of different things in the customer loyalty and engagement space that you mentioned. Uh, not everyone knows about Bact, but, uh, would love to know more about the organization, brief overview, what you guys do, how you do it, uh, industries you work with, uh, that would be great to know. Sure. So Bact is a digital asset platform and we unlock crypto. And we drive loyalty to create delightful, connected experiences for a broad range of clients. And so if I unpacked that you know, a, a little bit bigger, I'd say every product that we offer is really about driving loyalty for the businesses we work with. You know, Brands want to be top of mind with their customers. Many offer reward programs that award customers reward currency in the form of points, miles, cash back. And back helps our partners drive customer engagement by offering compelling content and experiences. So we have gift card, travel, merchandise. We have a unique Apple storefront. And these really function as e-commerce sites for consumers to shop with their points, as well as alternative forms of payment. Um, in addition to providing these turnkey reward fulfillment services, BACT also helps brands participate in the newly emerging digital asset economy. And that includes uh, capabilities such as paying with points, points exchange, or exchanging digital assets between one another. As an example, you know, traditional loyalty currencies into cash and or into crypto assets. Okay. Today, today we primarily work with leading financial institutions and tra travel and hospitality companies with their loyalty initiatives. And that makes sense because I think those you know, are uh, typically um, the companies or the brands that have been in the industry for the, the loyalist and tend to uh, you know, drive the greatest amount of accumulation. But our client roster continues to expand outside of these sectors. And we've been doing a lot more with retail and uh, uh, quick service restaurants and, and subscription services as well. Okay. Well, I think uh, obviously some things you guys are doing, there's a growing interest in customer loyalty, as you know, but the redemption reward options, that personalized reward, the content is a huge area of uh, opportunity because a lot of the uh, kind of legacy providers and even the new technology providers, whether it's CDP or traditional loyalty or CRM, uh, there's a convergence there as well, but the reward, the personalization, the ability to drive that unique content or that unique reward or engagement opportunity seems to be lacking uh, with a lot of programs. And it's something that the, there seems to be a growing interest in to be able to have a kind of engagement throughout the life cycle of the customer loyalty program. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Okay. When you look at uh, customer loyalty, one of the things that we like to do is understand how people define customer loyalty, customer experience, because it gives us kind of a deeper understanding. And without a kind of a shared understanding, you, you, uh, it makes it harder for everyone to understand, as we know. But, you know, how do you define customer loyalty and what does customer loyalty mean to your organization? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so uh, loyalty to me, at least, means, you know, that your customers are going to continue to do business with you when faced with a meaning full competitive alternative. 
right? And customers are faced with alternatives daily. So something has to trigger them to want to continue to do business with you when presented with options. And so often levers that are used to drive loyalty could be both, you know, kind of categorized as both emotional and rational, you know, and on the emotional side, it's really about the pull that a customer has towards the brand. It's often intangible, right? right? It's difficult to measure and it's not like directly observable. So what you tend to see is a lot of brands leaning more towards the rational, right? And that lever is more tactical and it typically involves some sort of structured rewards where, you know, you do this, you get that. So customers, you get rewarded in exchange for a desired behavior, typically in the forms of of points, you know, or or discounts. Um, Interestingly enough, we just recently did some research, you know, given the climate that we're in today, you know, broader macroeconomic trends with, you know, return back to everything post-COVID and rising interest rates and, you know, and inflation. And what we're starting to see is that, you know, customers are actually becoming to the promotion, not necessarily to the brand. And that starts to give brands the ability to really think through, you know, how they continuously engage with their customers, both on the rational and emotional, um, and stay front and center, you know, with them. And so at BACT, you know, we really work with our partners to provide engaging experiences. We embed our experiences in our partner channels. And we're putting a lot more emphasis these days on creating you know, seamless customer journeys, right, that enable these experiences, um, given the digital nature, you know, the digital world that that we live in, and, you know, everything expecting to, you know, work on first click, you know, as, as a metaphor. Absolutely. Um, so BACT uh, is, is fairly unique uh, with regard to what they offer. You know, how do you straddle the traditional and innovative loyalty offerings? Yeah, it's a great it's a great question. I mean, I think at first it starts where you got to meet programs where they are, right? You know, so supporting the loyalty schemes that are proven within the category, right? right? Many loyalty, um, you know, operators or managers, you know, they 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 work very hard to prove the value of their 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 program to the business and the ROI that it generates, you know, by offering because you know it's a cost center, right? So you know, being able to show that there's there's ROI with, you know, using this as a scheme. So you got to meet them where they are. At the same time, you always have to be pushing the boundaries. Um, and by doing that, you look at where are pain points and where are areas of opportunity. And so backed, our product roadmap is really driven by a variety of different insights. First off, we look at what's happening in the macro, macroeconomic, you know, environment. We look at customers and their lifestyle preferences. We do a lot of proprietary research where we talk with both clients, current and prospective, as well as customers directly. And we're we're a student of this sector, both from a global perspective, what happens in the U.S., out of the U.S., variety of con- countries, as well as across different sector models. Because I think by mining that, you start to see where there's been success that may have application for others. I think what BACT adds to all of this is a twist with our digital asset offerings. And so we have a lot of exploration underway right now, the emerging areas around crypto, around non-fungible tokens, NFTs, and just tokenization, you know, generally as, as a whole. And some of these will, you know, come in the form of incentives and some will also come in the form of new technologies, right? That could uh, modernize the legacy infrastructures. 
And it's interesting, you mentioned uh, NFTs, uh, some of the cryptocurrency offerings. We did a research study earlier this year. There's definitely a growing interest in those type of opportunities. Uh, but brands really struggle with kind of understanding what it is. Uh, what the cost is, what the return is, what the engagement level is. So I think you said uh, sit at a very unique cross section because there's definitely a growing area of interest, but is they can learn how to leverage and deploy te technologies in an integrated, but also a kind of a, you know, with an ROI based uh, kind of approach. Uh, I think there's definitely a huge interest uh, in, in these te technologies. Yeah, for sure. Sure. When you look at uh, the digital currencies, uh, there's going to be challenges. There are obviously great opportunities. What do you say the primary benefit to consumers are with digital currencies? And then if you can flip it around, look at the brand side, you know, how do you think that digital currencies benefit brands when they integrate them into their loyalty strategies? Yeah. So on the consumer side, we've done some research and there's clearly, there's a couple of themes that are going on. One is, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, correlation between reward program participation and crypto purchases, meaning that individuals that purchase crypto tend to also participate in loyalty programs at greater frequency than those that don't. So it's just kind of interesting to see, you know, this gamification aspect that, you know, right. cuts, cuts across. But, you know, crypto overall appeals to a much, you know, younger and tech savvy customers. Um, who have interest in acquiring crypto through everyday purchase decisions and activities. You know, they see value in fractional ownership in a digital asset, in an asset that has potential to grow over time. Um, from a business perspective, I think businesses can think about crypto as being additive to their programs um, or replacing, you know, value. Up. So to further illustrate on that, you know, crypto could be leveraged in, in a, for, for a brand as the core value prop. So example, you know, earn crypto on each purchase, right? So it becomes de novo as, as the value prop. It could also be used as a promotional incentive, right? So, you know, hit a certain threshold, let's say, you know, visit three times over six months and earn a one-time reward, $5 in crypto as an example. And then, you know, an alternative way could also be you know, to layer or stack as part of an existing program. So for those that allow, you know, redemption into different types of content, you know, you can redeem a thousand points for $10 of crypto deposit. Um, so those are just several use case examples of how crypto can be embedded, you know, in, in value props. Um, regardless of, of which is leveraged, you know, I believe that brands who offer crypto experiences will benefit from an early mover advantage and also um, experience the innovative halo that really goes you know, with, with early participation. Okay. When you look at uh, that, that transition, as I mentioned, uh, growing interest, there is still a lot of uh, need for uh, understanding, kind of growing that understanding. So how do you and your company help with that transition into the world of cryptocurrency? Yeah, so we really work with companies to cover the heavy lifting okay. related to rewarding and or issuing crypto. So we can help with value prop design um, and then behind the scenes, we can handle all the backend you know, mechanics, right? And so when I say that, it's really you know, from where does crypto get custodied? How do you think about the tax considerations? Yep. That you know, is um, a licensed money transmitter. We have we have bit licenses in, in New York. And so we can handle all the complexity 
and the regulatory re requirements that enable businesses to offer cryptos to their to their customers. Um, and so what that allows is for brands, you know, to really think about the value prop that crypto embeds to versus the complexities, you know, that may go um, behind that. We, okay. we try to make it easier, you know, for brands to be thinking about a variety of different go-to-market approaches. So, you know, in some cases, some want just plug and play. We have a direct-to-consumer app where brands can participate, you know, and allow their rewards programs to, to redeem into crypto. Others, you know, want to leverage our white-labeled embedded experiences. You know, so typical the way programs work today, you know, the, the, the brand is able to engage their customers in their environment. Um, but it, but activate this benefit in their environment and, or they may just want to leverage APIs, right. And so they can design their own experience using our APIs in, in right. their, in their environment. Okay. Customer loyalty programs are, as I've mentioned, more important than ever before, but the complexity involved in customer loyalty, uh, from engagement to measurement to, uh, just, you know, understanding kind of ROI and even technology integration is very challenging. So how do you look and how do you help your customers, uh, you know, evolve their program strategy, program design? And maybe what are you seeing in program design, program evolution as well? Yeah, great question, Mark. I mean, you know, I think most large brands, you know, across every sector have proprietary programs, right? And they're often considered, you know, wall gardens. So they, because they consider those uh, or they require those rewards to be used exclusively in, in the company. I mean, this has been a phenomenal breakout year. I think if you look at, you know, quick service restaurants in particular, right? And, you know, the um, the launch of different programs, you know, across in, in, in that category kind of shows the value that these could bring to mass audiences. But, you know, all these programs really need to be thinking about data and their digital technologies to drive personalized experiences, right? You brought that up, you know, earlier. And when I think about personalized experiences, it comes in different flavors, right? It could be in the physical world. It could be in the digital world. It could be in the metaverse, you know, even as an example. Um, right. But I do start, think we're going to start to see a shift from, you know, transactional loyalty to experiential loyalty. Some of what we talked about before that helps to break through that, you know, that rational versus emotional connections. And I, you know, I, I, I see a world um, and, and others do as well, based on, you know, conversations where, you know, brands can engage in connected partner ecosystems where customer value props are enabled across selective brands, but also promoting, you know, individualized loyalty. So it's where brands operate as peers in open collaboration, where currencies, you know, and, and offers for that matter can be fungible. Yep. you know, across that ecosystems, but where brands maintain their own attribution, you know, at all times. Um, and so we like to pride ourselves in working and driving changes in loyalty propositions for both proprietary programs, as well as those, you know, that are seeking collaboration. Okay. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. There is a growing interest in partnerships uh, that we see from our growing brand community, but partnerships that can be aligned and have mutual benefit, correct? Because a lot of times partnerships were traditionally a one-way hash. You offer a discount to a, a telecom or to a airlines, but there's no shared information. It becomes a walled garden, as you mentioned, in, in the same way that a, a Facebook or a, a, you know, a Twitter may be, that you don't necessarily know who's looking at the posts or who their engagement level or what their engagement level is, but brands that can really 
design, develop, and manage a true uh, partnership program are huge areas of opportunity, especially with privacy and uh, some of those other uh, you know concerns coming down the pike as well. And, and, and since your technology can help enable that, that's definitely uh, unique as well because there is that growing area of interest that we see. Uh, the next question, you look at a current trend or new technology, obviously you uh, support a few of them, or, or, you know, what do you think is most important for brands to be focusing on today? Yeah. I mean, I, I love this question and I think it kind of starts to, um, you know, hopefully kind of like wrap up a lot of what we've talked about, but I think individualized loyalty is a trend. It's going to be powered by technologies, right? So where, you know, companies have a new possibility to harness actionable insights from multiple channels to create exclusive earnings schemes or promotions within a program at the individual level. This requires really astute, you know, data collection, um, as you mentioned, you know, privacy compliant, you know, consent oriented, obviously, but, you know, data collection, but more important than just the data the ability to drive insights. So this is could be a you know your zero party data. What are you collecting directly from the customer? What's your first party data? You know what's the data that you're able to observe based upon you know channel interaction? And it may be you know second party data. You know based upon your relationships with partners, right? And so this will start to set the stage of you know the the days where everybody in a certain tier gets the same level of service. Service I think we'll start to see that erode. And we'll start to see new models, particularly with some of the digital asset technologies that are available there for longitudinal loyalty that, you know, enables recognition of customers, both in the present, as well as, you know, again, at a future point in time. So it's right. rethinking, I think, the traditional, you know, data hierarchy, database structure, um, you know, and leveraging the, the new technologies that are available to be more personalized um, in the, in the uh, engagement. Okay, great. And when you look at uh, Loyalty 360, you know, what can we do to help you or uh, others focus on customer loyalty, customer experience? The things that think, you think that we should be working on to, to help the industry? A hundred percent. I mean, I think your organization does a really nice job um, at looking at both sides of the equation. You know, so the first is you know, helping to identify, hone in on what the problem statements are for brands, you know, as they're looking to, you know, attract, engage their customers. So on, on the one hand, it's what are the brands trying to do with their customers, but also on the flip side, having a good understanding of what new tech and capability solutions are out there from industry providers, you know, and your ability, right, to facilitate those inter introductions between brands trying to solve problems and, you know, tech companies, that are looking to solve problems, right? To, you know, yeah. foster that collaboration, you know, to create the win-win, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, strategies for both parties that ultimately benefit the customer is, is I think, you know, your sweet spot um, and something that we're really excited to, uh, you know, to, to, to work with you on. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that insight as well. Um, Nancy, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, I think you've shared some uh, unique perspective and unique approach, but also very pragmatic, which I think uh, it will be helpful for brands. You know, as, as you've talked about, there is an interest in personalized rewards, uh, different content, uh, partnerships. Uh, but, you know, that case study approach, that pragmatic 
approach of how, how to do that. And you guys, as mentioned, you know, have a, a you know, growing list of clients who are leveraging the platform, but you also have a great deal of uh, expertise from the industry, which I think is very helpful. Um, it was great hearing your perspective on customer loyalty and obviously look forward to learning more uh, from you throughout the year about what you guys are doing and who you're doing it with. Uh, so thank you very much for taking the time to share. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was good talking with you Absolutely. again. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to engaging again soon. All right, perfect. And uh, thank you everyone else for attending today. Uh, hopefully you had a wonderful time and look forward to having you back to another edition of Loyalty Live uh, coming up soon. Have a wonderful day.